Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, the podcast during which none of our computers have ever blue screened. With me are three heroes whose computers have never and will never blue screen. This is going to be our great lost episode. This means it's going to end really disappointing. Oh, what a funny story. <laughs> with me and with a funny story is... Hello, I'm Stuart. I play Tristan T. Wild, uh, the bard, and I will use this part to tell my slightly funny story. Settling. <laughs> when I went to the doctors with stomach issues, he was like, and um, have you been passing wind correctly through like both both parts? And I was like... How do I fart through my mouth? <laughs> Genuinely, it was like, does he, am I meant to be breaking wind through my mouth then? I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and it took me some time, time to realise it was obviously burping. <laughs> that, that was it. People do burp. Yeah, because he was like, have you been passing gas through both ends? And I was like, what do you mean? There we go. That was it. Yeah, it turns out he's an American doctor. He actually meant petrol. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that though, because it, it doesn't really sound like passing mm. it does it if it's coming back out the same hole no. exactly it wasn't i was like it's passing something though because it's not coming from like inside your mouth yeah it's gone through part of you and come out it's more of a volley than a pass isn't it yeah yeah I, i'm kind of like a reflux yeah so which is also what it's called good so i wasn't that dumb being confused anyway good mm. i mean i was a bit <laughs> dumb Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. This is Burp Talk. <laughs> we should make a podcast called Burp Talk. Tonight on our stink miracle of a podcast, Burp <laughs> Talk. Tonight we have special guest star Stink Damp. Hey Stink Damp, how you doing? <laughs> I knew it wasn't me that was Stink Damp. It was definitely you that was Stink Damp. <laughs> stink Damp as I live and breathe. As I said to Ben earlier, I have eaten quite a big salad this evening and... Stink damp tummy is coming out today. Um, <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Stink damp shanks. Oh. Okay. That was unfortunate I'm... to be stuck in a mine shaft. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying it's not you, and I'm picturing like the scene where there was 20 people rammed shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> it was horrible. In like a mineshaft lift, and still somehow you were the only person stood on your own in the corner. Yeah. What a great way to spend New Year's Eve <laughs> that like, was. It was only you. It could only have been. I'm like, I'm so sorry. It could have been Becky. Bex at the time. She was there. I did try and blame it on her. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it, really wasn't. Was it wasn't. It was clearly not. Everyone knew it. Although, a little piece to edit out, unless you want to keep All of it this in. is getting edited out. <laughs> oh, that was such a bad session for me. I'll, mm. tell that, I'll tell you that later. Basically, I just made myself look an absolute fool in front of the miner. <laughs> the one person you wanted to like and respect you. <laughs> He'd have shat in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one, the one miner underground that I wanted to impress. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Before he got famous. Before <laughs> we got famous. Also with me is... Oh, yeah. Hello. I don't have a funny story about burps. I'm sorry. You should be. But do you have a funny story about mines? I have been in a mine. Awesome. Amazing. Hello, I'm Gwyn. I play Percival Cleft, the paladin. I like mines, too. Yeah. Look at this pro. Look at this pro, you there see? You Big pit. <laughs> Best mine out there. Yes. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Big Pit. <laughs> oh, we can tag them on Twitter now. It must have been like <laughs> 10 years ago or something. It was oh. New Year's Eve or something. We need this next New Year's so Eve. so good. Assuming we're allowed down mines. Yeah. We should reunite in a mine. Uh, well, assuming the mine isn't full of people fleeing viruses. Fleeing and... the plague, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just rename it the Plague Pit. It's a big pit, it's Plague Pit. And it's a wicked nightclub after 2am. <laughs> Coming down the Plague Pit. <laughs> I like that Stu and I started, from my perspective, totally in time. Yeah, it's pretty tight, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, when last we saw our heroes, they had made a brave journey downriver to their old hometown of Farmouth at the mouth of the Farn River. And as we left them, they were approaching the broken walls of the town. So you left your uh, the boat you travelled downriver on, the river barge, I think a little bit early, so you weren't visibly coming in on the barge. 
and you're walking down the farm road into town. And when we left, you were approaching the walls. You're walking over trampled ground. You've been walking through where the army had been camped. So there's this combination of like muddy trackways beside the road and then patches of cleaner grass where obviously people have pitched tents. And then the buildings outside the walls had been demolished and the walls themselves had been restored. But then you could see where the gate you're approaching had been broken and further to the right, the wall had been broken and you could see scorch marks around the break where they'd tried to repair it with wooden palisades and those had been burned away completely when the Drake arrived. So you're now approaching this town to the left of the road, trampled and barely recognisable, is an area of land that used to be strawberry fields. You are coming up to the east gate. I'd like to say east first time. Yeah. Every time. Yep. Correct. Whoa. So Falmouth's a lot smaller now than when we than when we left. <laughs> I'm just a lot bigger now. <laughs> we do, we're just gonna mm. stomp on it like Godzilla. Uh, yeah, Percy's like Fee, five, four, four. <laughs> Yeah, for listeners, Percy's dropped his icon on the uh, town and it turns out to be much larger than you might anticipate. Like those strawberry fields we were just talking about. He's crushed them underfoot. Yeah. Time to make daiquiris. Takes a lot of strawberries to sustain me these days as well. (laughs) (laughs) He's the size of an entire city region. Strawberry fields, clearly not forever. So as you approach the town, what's your plan? Should we pick some strawberries? <laughs> I, to be clear, the, the fields are trashed. There, there's no... You can see just the crushed remains of what were once the finest strawberry plants in the land. Yeah, that's a shame. Cutted. Oh, yeah! We should take cuttings. <laughs> we should. I forgot. Those were really good strawberries, weren't they? They were Tristan's special strawberries that he got from his special strawberry man. God damn it. I should have... I was like, why are we getting so much... Tr-? Of course, it's something Tristan had invested in and had a vested interest in. Yeah, great. I forgot about that. I don't remember this. Just this lone figure of Tristan dropped to his knees in the middle of the strawberry fields. <laughs> why, Bambri? <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that, that was probably the army did that. But, you know, Bambri's still responsible in a significant way. Unbelievable. It all comes back to Bambri. It always does. I will have vengeance for this! <laughs> you hear me, Alambria? <laughs> well, I think that we wanted to go to the um, Priory, I suppose. Okay, yes. So, to the right of the town, you can see the Priory, and there the walls are more significantly broken. Several of the towers appear to have been entirely demolished, and the walls are jagged and shattered. There's a space between the town and the priory. It stands alone. Also in the priory, you can see through the jagged wall what looks almost like a spire or dome of crystal. Kind of crystal tower. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. From within the town, you can hear that there's like the occasional shout or bit of conversation. There are people in the town as well. It's not completely empty. Shall we... Go into the town first and see if we can find out the lay of the land, the word on the street. Sounds good. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Go on, Tristan, go schmooze some sausage sellers. Okay. (laughs) Are there any people selling things around here? So, as you go into the town, one of the places that Tristan used to regularly frequent on the east side of town... Is gutted! Absolutely destroyed! (laughs) And they will never pay him for that gig that time. (laughs) Was the tavern called the Minstrel's Reprieve? Okay, yeah. Which... Oh, yeah, I remember that well. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of on your right as you go into the town. And so what you see there is that it's shuttered and boarded up. So it doesn't seem to be... It's not clear that it's still running as a tavern, but it doesn't seem completely shut down. It's. It looks like it's been maintained. At least. I mean, might as well try the door, see if it opens. The door doesn't open, but when you knock on it, 
you hear a voice from inside calling, moment, and then you hear a bar being removed and a bolt shot back and the door opens and it's Dyer, the proprietor of the tavern. Uh, yeah, I seem to recall that guy. Yeah, yeah, so Dyer was the owner of the tavern and says, Tristan Wilde? Dyer, my good man, how long has it been? He like takes your hand and like draws you into an embrace yeah. and he's I'll like, back. sticks his it tongue is. down your throat. And that's how we do it in the bard. Yep. <laughs> it has been a long time, old friend. What? <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. That's, we never believe you, Tristan. Exactly. Ne- never believed you when you said you were going to pay that tab. No, but I will one day. <laughs> How much was it again? <laughs> it, it barely matters. The place has been gutted. It's, it's a shame. I know. I'm going to gesture around to the town. What the hell? What happened? Well, we were attacked from within. I don't know if you heard, but someone even burnt down Hyde Manor up on the north side of town. And that was just the start of our troubles. Then we were besieged. We'd heard news. A lot of people went north. Uh, Silver, you know, my partner, she went north. Mm-hmm. And I remember her. Yeah, um... A lot of the people here, a lot of the people who came temporarily seeking shelter, they realised there was no safety. A few of us stayed around. And then we were besieged, which was extremely bad. And then they smashed the walls in with massive beasts and took over the town. And that really sucked. Mm, mm. And we had a really, really bad time of an Ice Watcher army occupying our town. And we're like, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. (laughs) And you won't believe what happened next. I'm laughing, I see as well. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, oh, God, no. Motherfucking dragon. We've been hearing tales of this drake, (laughs) and I can obviously see the evidence, but I wasn't sure if it was true. It's more than true. If something can be more than true... Can things be more than true? Uh, I'm more than true. Okay, is that what the T stands for? Oh! Spoilers! (laughs) (laughs) Tristan, true, brackets more than, wild. Of course. So, lots of the people travelled north. Who was in charge of this place? Was the king based here or not? The royal family? No, this was really... The town was... Sort of run by the town mayor. Okay. There's like a town council and the local kind of squire who answered to the king. But when the war started, most of them were engaged with the war effort. Okay. And then there was also a naval college, like a naval academy down by the port. So there was some control there, some control from the priory, lots of different stakeholders. Okay. So who's in charge now, Dyer? Well, it's a funny thing, but do you remember Roly Jenks? The name rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, he's, he was like one of the toughs. Yeah. The Jenks for the hard boys. That's it. He used to turn people over quite a lot. And now, well, a lot of them died during the uh, when the town was taken. But they were on the walls. They were helped hold the place. But after the Ice Watchers retreated, he's gone and uh, he's sort of in charge just by accident he's been helping to in the old naval academy Mm. the ice watchers made that their headquarters and now with that empty they've sort of made it into a big dormitory for people whose houses were burnt down so he's doing a good job he's doing a good job yeah he's he's turning out all right i see yeah i seem to remember he was a bit of a wrong one but aren't we all yeah in a way in a way aren't we all yeah Fine. Okay. Goodness knows, I nearly sold your tab to him a time or two, but oh, please, I've had worse. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's not that many of us stayed around, and a lot of the town, Boggy Side, got hit real hard by the Drake. Um, what's the deal with the Priory? Oh, the Priory. There weren't many people left there when they came, but they still smashed it down. Yeah, typical. And. We haven't been up there since because when they retreated, 
they left one of their big bastards around. Don't know why. Oh, is it still up there? Yeah, there's a big bastard up there. One of the ones they took the walls with. When it hasn't attacked the town? It doesn't seem. It's like it mostly seems to want to eat trees. Okay. But it's punchy. With their people, they could just about control them. They had these people with, like, all... They were dressed in animal skins. They were quirky types, not from around here, certainly. But they sort of kept them in order. But without someone around to keep it in order, it's it's got a bit of a pugnacious nature, if you take my meaning. Okay. And when was the last time you saw the drake would be one of my last questions? It only came over once, and it pushed them out, and then it chased them out. And I guess we should thank it, but it burned down half the town and we we lost some people to it. Mm. And, you know, maybe that's worse than, or at least no better than what we had before. Uh, do you offer lodging still? I've got um, two companions that may wish to spend the night. You know what? Why not? Good lad. Yeah, we still got the room upstairs, so if you need to stop by, you got a place. I'll drop him... Uh, is 10 gold insulting? No, that's a lot of money. I'll drop him five gold. <laughs> and a schmeckle. <laughs> and just tell him, um, thanks, and obviously I'd appreciate if you don't spread word around that we're here. I'll give him 10. I'll give him 10. Of course. I mean, my mouth is closed. No one will hear a word from me, but you're a familiar face, so I expect people, people might recognise you. Uh, yeah, but let's just do damage mitigation as best we can. These are interesting times, my friend. Too interesting. Well, I'll wander back over to Percy and relay all that information. Not, not, not me, and, uh, I'm just going to... It's cool. I don't know where you are. You're an enigma. Enigma. <laughs> You've probably already disappeared and are stabbing up lizards under the undersea. Let's <laughs> chat to my buddy Roly Jenks, because I read the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass on, obviously, because enigma's there, and I'll mention the Roly Jenks things. And Roly Jenks! that guy what a guy hey um it's okay so we may have an in with the leader roly jenks because of enigma <laughs> okay that sounds useful and there's some problems up at the priory apparently although originally it was led by the eponymous tucker jenks no way i don't know what happened to him taps nose <laughs> oh i fear i can guess enigma had some good information <laughs> yeah well we'll never hear that then <laughs> that'll just get lost to the history of cruelly drawn swords i literally just told you it yeah, Enigma's not going to say a word, but, like, Sorrow starts explaining the background. <laughs> <laughs> Sorrow's goddamn Wikipedia. Yeah, Sorrow's, Sor like, exposition bird now. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, it's the only way you can get information you've given to Enigma, hoping she'll give it to us. <laughs> but now Sorrow's like, the diamond's in the chest, the diamond's in the chest. <laughs> so the, the only thing that we're aware of up at Upton Priory is this creature that they left behind. Yeah, so I'd assume there's no one else there, otherwise I guess they'd be fighting each other. Yeah. We could always go and have a little scout around, see what we see. Yeah, sounds useful. There's not many folk. I think they've all gone north. So what's the plan? Well, our plan is to get into Upton Priory um, and... Kill the bastard. Search it. What are we searching for? Um... Let me try to remember. This <laughs> <laughs> last session. Was yeah, that was that was kind of an OC question as well. That was a what are we doing here yeah. again? What? Why did we come here? I know we wanted hallowed grounds, but you were you were going in search of the ancient tomes. Yes. Oh yes, that's right. The old books. I can't remember whether we said we needed to do something to Hector first to to set that up for ourselves. It was like hidden knowledge we were trying to gain through the tomes or something. Yeah, I, I think it's reasonable to assume, for simplicity's sake, that there aren't reams and reams of forbidden tomes. So if you find where they're stored, you'll it's not going to take you all week to figure out which ones you want. Mm -hmm. yeah, joke's on you. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Encyclopedia Britannica is like uh, 20 volumes. <laughs> enormous and they're really interesting so yeah. gotta read all of them just like pokemon you don't read pokemon pokemon libraries so you're going north towards the priory yes or other things you want to check out around town should we do the priory whilst it's night time this thing that they left there is it like a magical creature or is it an actual beast 
I think you've learned enough to figure out that these were the beasts of the Slidelar. So they they were the beasts from the borders of the Southern Ice, which they their car magic was breeding extraordinary creatures to their requirement. Right, okay. So that's carved was knowledge on the plains, but they'd largely disappeared because they'd allied themselves with Hector. Right. So they brought these beasts effectively bred to be living siege engines. Okay. It might be an idea to go and see Roly. Yeah, I could. He's probably going to be able to help us. Well, at the very least, we can um, see how things are politically. I mean, there's only 12 people left here. Well, yeah, there's not that many. And there aren't any. But if there's like 200 people knocking around and they're all our mates and they'll come and fight a siege beast, <laughs> then... Yeah, true. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we can handle a siege beast. Yeah, but if we've got an audience, it'll be even better. <gasps> I'm sold. <laughs> Live on Twitch. <laughs> fighting a siege beast. Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, let's um, let's go see Roly and uh, see if he can offer any help. So, and then after that, head up to Upton Friary and have a little scout around. There you go. I guess Enigma take point on this. Just don't, just don't try and get us like sold into like indentured worker or something, or <laughs> tell him that we're your man servants. She's going to do that. That doesn't sound like me. It definitely does. I mean, you two might be my servants, admittedly. I thought, it'd be, but not me, clearly. So both of you know Roly. I is that correct? Yeah, he's my contact in the Jenks. I think I spoke to him many series ago. Okay, you spoke to him in about episode two of season two. So, and I just know he's a wrong one. And and yeah, Tristan just knows of him as like the Jenks were like. The toughs, if you needed someone to get a shoeing, you'd call in the Jenks. Yeah. If you needed a horse to get a shoeing, you'd call in the Farrier. Okay, yeah, well, we'll we can follow your lead. I, I don't know him at all. Um, no, he would be literally the opposite end of society from Percy when he was living here. <laughs> yeah. He'd go to the same, like, bars and stuff that I'd hang out in. Yeah. Trying to be one of the cool kids. So you're making your way west across town, and you go past the temple... And on the roof of the church, you can actually see great gouged claw marks. And right around the edge of that square, all the buildings are scorched and burnt, um, including the Boggy Ranch, the uh, pretentious no! uh, wine bar, which Enigma used to frequent quite heavily. That's, that's just completely burned out, I'm afraid. Now where will I wine? <laughs> As you travel on through the market square, there actually is something by way of a market set up. There's a few people with like barrows with firewood or bits of really poor looking vegetables. It was once quite a thriving marketplace and now it's... Really shit strawberries. It's expensive potatoes or turnips, if you're lucky, and kind of... That's a turnip for the books. Old felt and things like that. Um, a lot of the people are clearly, you know, they're dressed, the clothes they're wearing look like they're just recycled curtains. <gasps> yeah, I know, it's, it's a sad state. <laughs> what has this place come to? Jeez, they have hit hard times. The worst of times. And you can see right into everyone's houses. You can see yeah. right into everyone's houses. Enigma's loving it. She's wide-eyed, like, oh, all the things I could steal. <laughs> <laughs> all the decor I could criticise. Can't believe they've got that wallpaper. <laughs> How gauche. <laughs> and so you cross the market square and down to the Naval Academy, which is the busiest place you've seen. There's quite a few people like sat outside or on the steps. And as you approach, you can see Roly Jenks talking to a couple of people. And then he kind of glances up at you as you enter the area in front of the academy and then goes back to his conversation and then does a massive double take. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stride forward and doing that very high status thing where you put your hand out for the handshake as you approach, <laughs> roll it, and then like bash the back of his hand as I'm shaking it, right? Because I can see like he's now quite high status. I've got to make sure I'm on the same level as him, if not higher. <laughs> and it's 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 all about the walk. I've probably got a little bit of swagger in my walk as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know. Enigma? Jenks? 
Here, you're doing well. You look different. I had a makeover. <laughs> Not nice parrot. <laughs> Enigma just said that <laughs> It was me doing the voice for Sorrow But with like doing the little quacky hands <laughs> Sorrow's like Stop doing impressions of me Stop doing impressions of me <laughs> We've just been really pissing each other off lately Yeah it's getting snippy now <laughs> Like Rolly's looking from you to Sorrow Like, like he's not sure which one's in charge <laughs> um, He says Well you can stop shaking my hand now it's good to see you. I'm, yeah, I'm, well, things have changed around here, as you can see. I've heard. There's been a lot of problems, but I think you've, you sort of risen to the top a little. I believe you, you run the place now. Well, run the place is a bit tight. I'm just trying to make sure everyone gets by that we've still got. You know, we lost so many people. Like, I, yeah, a lot. And when the walls came down and we tried to defend the place and, ah. Uh, and then, could you believe a motherfucking dragon came in? I know. Well, I, I heard. Didn't expect that. It was it never absolutely yeah. unexpe- unheard of, you might say. Unprecedented. It may have, may have kicked them chilly totters out, but didn't do us any favours either. My guess is half the town burnt down. <sighs> it's too much. How many people you got left? Oh, there's about, about 150 maybe. In the whole town. Them as could get out mostly went north. Yeah, a lot of people suffered. Do you remember, uh, oh, well, you know, my dad, he, he was, uh, he was trying to hold the gate when they came through. And, uh, right. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of people, too many, honestly. And as we always suspected, Blood Rose immediately turned, started assassinating anyone trying to offer resistance. Fuckers. Yeah. So they were, yeah, it's been, it's been bad. But yeah, so we just keeping a bit of order, you know, I mean, we was always a bit orderly, but it's, we're just trying to make sure that everyone gets by. There ain't a watch to compete with. So it's kind of lost the charm, really. Yeah, you've got other things to fight against. Have you been up to the Priory yourself? Because I hear there's some, uh, some icy bastard there. There's, no, there's uh, there's one of them creatures. There's just no point even having that conversation. It's uh, if you saw what they did to the walls, Enigma. They just came straight through. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember that old fella? I still remember it perfectly. That old fella who did the strawberries. Him stood on the wall with a spear and some pot iron armor that he bodged together. Thing just went straight through underneath him and then trampled him. It's they turn real fast. They look too big. Turned him into strawberry jam. That's a bit inappropriate, actually. Jeremiah was a good man. Yep. Very inappropriate. I believe his name was Jerome. We always called him Jeremiah. <laughs> For, For short. short. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, you know how it is. Anyone called Jerome gets really, really pissy if you call him Jeremiah. So we always called him Jeremiah. He hated it. <laughs> I mean, in a way, probably... He was watching his own fields get trampled by an army. He was having a bad enough time. We might have let it go, but we didn't. It was still hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bastards. That's us. But, yeah. (laughs) Same old jenks. Well, you've got to maintain something, Enigma. You've got to maintain something. Yep, yep. And what I'm maintaining is Farmouth as far as we got it. But we ain't got much of it. Hmm. So you don't reckon if some of us tried to get into the Priory, we could get anywhere near the stuff in there? Oh, you might be able to. I mean, you and your friends look very capable. I mean, that fella over there, he looks like he might have once lived at the Priory. He's got that kind of look about him. But yeah, I I wouldn't go up there because I got things to live for, you know? And maybe, maybe it won't be a problem. It might be fine. It might not be even around, but it's big and it it doesn't like people. What do you think the chances are that maybe a few people around will be interested in joining us? He says, Enigma, this this town's been for a lot. Anyone up for action has seen more action than they wanted to see in their life. Mm. I've 
There's no more angry people. Angry people, we're all still angry, Enigma. We ain't forgiven what they did, but that's just an animal, just a big, crazy, angry animal. I don't think they were good to it. I don't think they, I don't think it ran through our walls because it was their friend. I'll put it that way. So we could befriend it? I don't know, Enigma. I don't know. You look like you know more about animals than I do. I've always been a town boy. Good. Well, it's possible to still learn. <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. But, yeah, I, if you're going up that way, what I'd say is, try and just be real quiet and keep out of sight and maybe it won't spot you. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. It's been good to see you again, Mum. Good to see you. And, yeah, if you do get up there, well, I hope it's not as bad as it looked from down here. Ah. So I guess I wander back to the yeah. others <laughs> and not tell them anything. <laughs> I mean, that's apparently what I do. Yeah. Vintage Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the verdict, Enigma? Twelve people or lots all willing to fight? There's a lot of them, but I don't think they're coming with us. They're, they're, they've had a rough time. <laughs> but they reckon we could probably befriend the Ice Beast and keep it as a pet. Do they? That's what I heard. I mean, that surprises me. <laughs> Straight off the bat, that is a surprise to me. That's a surprise that it is to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if it's open to being turned to our side, then it could be a worthy ally. Okay. Well. How, how would you go about taming a creature like that? I have few details on that. But the guy said, Jenk, uh, sir, he was like uh, saying it wasn't really one of theirs. It was a wild beast. I think you can tame wild beasts, can't you? That or he reconciled from it. I don't know. Can you? Sorrow goes, tame, tame. Yeah. Oh, there you go, he's backing it up. Tame it is. Well, I mean, you, you're our, you have a specialist in this subject, so what do you reckon the chances are? I don't even know what it is. We should have a little bit of a reconnaissance. Yeah, okay, that sounds fair. Alright, so do you go up to, like, the gate or to the one of the bits of the wall that remains on the Priory side? Yes. Probably try to approach fairly sneakily and just have a look through from a distance, see if we can get a line of sight through some of the gaps in the walls yeah okay so if you're if you're up at kind of the road that led up to the priory and you know pass you used to walk you used to walk this every day or two it's so familiar and it's so weird to see it so changed hmm. and the houses that used to be smart you know upton was the classy part of town and now they all look dishevelled or broken in or just completely empty. And you walk up to the gateway and you find a ladder up to the wall. And then you're looking up to the priory and now you're closer. You can see the amount of rubble around the walls, both on the east and west side. It looks like the western tower and the eastern tower both have fallen, as well as the eastern wall. And you can see a little more of this crystalline pale spire visible over the wall somewhere within the priory compound from where you are you can't see an animal there at all that's sorrow kid sorrow might be able to so you're going to send sorrow to scout yes okay cool what are you using it for here you're going to ask it to scout fly ahead and scout yes so why don't you give me a i want to say actually i'm looking at it i don't think that's a rolled move but you can use it for hunt and track if you wanted i see it boom and you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures it goes well uh well what's sorrow's cunning uh, two. Okay, so that takes it up from a seven to a nine, which is uh, which is close. Am I finding out more crow chatter again? So, here's what you're able to see. From where you are, you can see tracks all around, basically. And the tracks are easy to see because they're big. They're really big enough that from this wall looking up towards the Priory, you can see them and Sorrow manages to 
fly ahead and you, you're able to view a little closer. And you can see the tracks, the most fresh and recent ones, seem to be leading into the Priory Complex. Okay. You don't see them leave it. Okay. So, is it like a Bigfoot? Um, think tracks. of elephant tracks. Okay. But imagine the elephant was bigger. Like a mammoth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like a really big elephant. A really huge elephant, like a, a ginormous <laughs> elephant. What if an elephant, but big? <laughs> so, yeah, and sorry, it's kind of fluttering around out there. And then something kind of bothers him. He comes flapping back and then sits on your shoulder. He's like, Sorrow? Sorrow? What's the matter with you? Sorrow? Eh? Eh? Sorrow? And then he kind of like hops down onto the wall and starts preening. Fine. Be like that. I realise I'm just doing a preening head motion to illustrate that. That's going to work great on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so that's what you see, Enigma. Okay, uh, I think it's in there and it's big. Bigger than an elephant. But uh, were you able to see it at all? No. Not quite sure why. Sorry's been a bit weird. It's probably crows or something. I mean, is it some... It's probably because you've been bitching at him for the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's... If it's that big, then unless it's like able to turn invisible or something. It's a big priory. Yeah, and the, to be fair, the priory complex is a fair size. Okay. Hiding behind the curtains. Um, you know, it used to be like a large castle housing an entire order of knights. So, you know, it's a good size. Okay. But yeah, it sound, sounds like it was there. Sounds like it's definitely gone now. Well, what do you think will happen if we wind this thing up? It will go on a destructive rampage, potentially. Yeah, and wreck the rest of the city. <laughs> yeah. We could find um, out what it likes to eat, and then, like, tempt it out, like, come on, come on! Yeah, but I mean, just seeing us might not wind mm. it up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to perform a sort of augury. Yeah. And use my move Truth and Consequences. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so maybe maybe we'll stop for a spot yeah. of tea before venturing into the priory, and I'll read the tea leaves. Nice. Glad we've got uh, a picnic basket with us. We've always got a picnic basket. One of those ones that's got cups and saucers and like proper cutlery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also astrology. On each of the cups is a different star sign. A proper hamper. <laughs> yeah, we're not barbarians. <laughs> that's been hampering us for some time. <laughs> Um, okay, so I am going to examine the strands of possible futures, yeah. um, and I think that the event that I'm specifically going to examine is us engaging this beast in combat in some way. And I'm interested uh, in what the consequences of that event are for the people of Falmouth and also for us. Yes. The remaining people of Falmouth, that should be. So what do you think it's like when Percy glimpses these uh, these lines of time? What do you think is in his mind? Like, how does he experience it? Um, I think we all have an afternoon tea um, and we speak in posh voices. Uh, cucumber sandwiches. Yeah, we have cucumber sandwiches and we inanely whistle on about the weather. And then at the end of it, then we, uh, we pour the dregs of the tea out uh, onto a specially prepared little marble um, slate thing um, and they sort of, they look like a pattern like a kind of posh Rorschach test right yeah and then as he sort of stares at that then he sort of interprets the uh, the image that they that they fall in yeah so you see a shape that resembles the walls of the town and they look unassailed and in fact as you look you see the walls and you see people walking away from the gates so you have a feeling that you may free the town of this menace 
if you do engage it. You also see two shadows walking a grey plane, and then a third joins them. And above the plane, you see the mark of the Black Gate. Okay. What's the good news, Percy? Well, the, if it all goes well, then it will go well. Well, I, I think that's the that's the big takeaway. That <laughs> that is great. So we win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If we if we engage it and we are successful, then we will probably be successful. So uh, fantastic, and we can come back. I've got us a room at the inn. We'll come back and have a bang up meal. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. You've you've given me real vigour yeah. to just kind of go out of my way, like <laughs> dangerous, reckless, because I know now I can't die. This is amazing. Again, not what I heard. <laughs> but you didn't hear it, Enigma. Oh. So from what I can see as the future consequences examining this uh, this event, I mean, we, we could be well positioned to hand this town a victory. Um, and from what you've said, from speaking to the, the people in there, then they saw the need one. Which does make me think that well, I had thought maybe we could try to sneak around the Priory and uh, avoid the uh, the gaze of this beast. But actually, I think maybe trying to trap it and dispatch it might be the better way forward. So we're going old school, all guns blazing. Well, we have the advantage that we know what we are going to do, right? Uh, and it's it doesn't, so it may be that we can try to set something up, set up some traps or something like that to lead it into. Uh, or Climb the walls, jump on its back, ride it, and then someone else is like, um, and then we'll tame him. Well, if you're able to tame it, then, uh, then sure. Perhaps if we're able to go and do a little bit more reconnaissance on it and work out what it looks like even the, the sorts of things that it might might do and then we can try to tailor the environment we're going to fight it in in, in our favor mm-hmm. setting a trap sounds good so i think for now then let's try to track it down and just kind of watch it i suppose see how it behaves so at this point your your team who've been quietly traveling with you aquarius says if you don't mind I'm... Whoa, Aquarius! I totally <laughs> forgot you were there! Jeez! Yeah. Oh, we've got a leftover sandwich. Oh, oh well, I'm no, so I've, sorry. I've, I finished my sandwich. It was lovely. But Wasn't it? It was cucumber. I'm not sure that I'm suited to, fe- to facing this kind of beast. If I mean, in all fairness, do you remember when you were like, I'll help you anywhere I can and I think I'll be able to really be a useful ally on this journey and we kind of brought you along? Well, look, let me put it this way, Tristan. How about... Fuck off. <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be... <laughs> How about fuck off? How about I pray real hard and perhaps the lady herself will bless you and protect you through this uh, difficult time. Yeah. It's quite handy. Thanks for that. I would like to raise a point out of mm. character. Um, you must do it in character. Ah, oh, my friends, since we last fought a thing, <laughs> did we do a healing? <laughs> Who's that meant to be? <laughs> That's my in character voice. <laughs> Your in character is a lot posher than out of character you I can't keep the voice up the whole time you know Oh that's fair You've had plenty of time to recover your hits yeah Awesome Which is good because I think it would now be very difficult for it to one shot you right. So how are you scouting out this scenario? I suppose if we can't see it if we get close enough Percy I might be able to pick it up with my music vision yeah to be clear it's not that it's invisible it's that sorrow didn't want to go there mm, okay yeah. oh yeah see i came back and uh i only caught the tail end yeah no sorrow had had enough of that he's a real why can't we just all have positive people why do we have to get rid of Bambri? now we get a shitty little magpie that doesn't want to help us what <laughs> He's had a hard time. I'm on your side. I'm you taking... don't diss my magpie, only I diss my magpie. <laughs> I was taking your side. You know, you've been snipping at him, he's been snipping at you. Just because we're so close, you know. Fine, I'll take the magpie's side. He seems okay with it. Sorrow hops onto Enigma's shoulder and starts preening her dreads. 
Yeah, <laughs> bitches. Sorrow. There we go. I'm going to turn to Percy. Told you. It's easy to get those two back together. <laughs> Played them both like a fiddle. <laughs> Fiddled them both like a play. <laughs> yeah, he's so skilled, skilled man. Um, what is it that we want to we want to find out? Probably what it responds to, so that we can lead it somewhere. Um, and the myriad of ways in which it might maul us to death. Mm. Um, now we could stick our thumb up its butthole. <laughs> the one established way of taming any animal. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's consider that a reach goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stretch and challenge part of this lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start with just trying to get some eyes on it. Then we can work out whether it's attracted to fire or afraid of it. Mm. I was thinking if we could try and drive it into the sea, but it's not that close. No, but it is in the middle of a priory, which is already concentrated ground, so it may be that we could lead it somewhere, uh, we could set up some sort of ritual and then lead it into whatever it is we set up. Um, okay. Yes, so Enigma, if you're able to lead us to where it was, so we can actually see what it looks like. Uh, I can show you where the tracks are, I'm not quite sure where it is. Let's assume that it's at the end of its tracks. Unless it's been climbing up trees. You head up the uh, you head up the track towards Upton Priory. Something you do notice is that pretty much all the trees and shrubs that used to be here have been mostly demolished. They've been stripped of bark and branches. Okay. And they're down to ragged stumps. But on some of those stumps, you do see tooth marks. How big are the teeth? Um, what kind of teeth? Herbivore? Carnivore? Well, good question. First good question of the entire Crudy Draw Source season. That is... <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> so... This needs to be the title of the episode. En- well, Enigma is the ranger. Yeah. So, these are flat-edged teeth. Tooths. You're a flat-edged teeth. And they are probably the size of your hand and maybe a bit bigger about the size of my hand whoa that was really close to the camera there yeah you're looking at a tooth that's probably three to four inches across per tooth he's a big bugger so do do we think it eats these trees or it's just scratching up against them or something well there's tooth marks in there and i think the kind that use for stripping off bark and eating leaves yes they are and the the trees are missing, so... And the trees are missing. So, well, they might just have been stomping them. Yeah. As, you, as you arrange it now, go, see if you can find some monster poo and examine it. <laughs> Good. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> I found some spore from the monster. Give, give me another hunt, hunt and track roll. Uh, I do not know a lot about shit. Okay, so that is literally the same result you had before. So you do find some droppings. They are also huge. They're very fibrous. This is not a carnival. This is definitely just the sheer bulk suggests it would have to eat everything if it ate meat. Great news, guys. It's not going to eat us. Okay. Doesn't mean it won't kill us, but it's not going to eat us. Oh, fine. So we, if we can lure it out and let it go, is that an option or are we trying to lure this thing and kill it? It is huge. Its teeth are the size of an imaginary person's hand. <laughs> it isn't even here. That's how big. An actual person's hand, too. The teeth are. An actual person's hand, but the person I'm comparing it to is only in our imagination. <laughs> is, is the plan to kill it, or if we can get rid of it, that's an option? Or do you want it dead? Well, if we can tame it and have a lovely friend to carry us everywhere, I'm sure that'd be great. But I think if you just let it loose... It might rampage. Yeah, it might rampage. It's already done a rampage once. And mm. there are fewer people in the town now, so he's less likely to hit anyone. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm not, not sure that's the best approach. I mean, in a, in a hilarious twist, we could send it up to the wood march. Yeah, either the person you were talking to or the person I was talking to, I can't remember which, mentioned that the beasts didn't want to attack. They were being driven through. So I don't think they're necessarily aggressive by nature. Hmm. Yeah, but massively clumsy is your issue. Yeah. Because if they're just like, I'm going to try and eat that tree, and they just like squash someone's house on the way. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're in that house, you're not bothered about whether that was malicious or not. Is it just the trees that have gone, or is it all kinds of wood? Shrubs. Is there any wooden structures still left up? The wooden structures mostly were demolished before this, probably. They don't show the same signs, but like shrubs, long grass, anything like that, the grass is actually quite cropped in places. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about trying to like sedate it somehow just by getting a yeah, lot of we could get whatever produce if we go we, we've got enough gold to buy some produce get a cart full of vegetables and things mm. yeah maybe drugging it's a good plan but i don't know how we'd move it when it's drugged that's going to be heavy let's do a ritual to shrink it enigma i have got some potions but i don't know how to use them anymore so oh give it a couple of levels and i'll be able to <laughs> Yes, okay. So one thing you might suspect as the ranger is given hypnotizing. Given the amount of the poisons you've used in the past required to knock out a human, you're going to need vastly, vastly more for whatever size this creature is. Oh. Because it's a bit like the difference between medicine for a human and medicine for a horse which is significant when you see the syringes and then you're going to scale it up several orders of magnitude further whereas when you give medicine to a guinea pig it's like a fraction of a milliliter yeah mm. yeah same with rats you mix it with peanut butter oh we could get some peanut butter mm. <laughs> like well, a shitload of peanut butter yeah. to be fair in the market, there wasn't that much good-eating type vegetables to be found. There were a yeah. few sad cabbages and some slightly gross-looking hmm. potatoes. That's true. And an angry broccoli. Maybe we find out where its drinking source is and we just get it shit-faced. I'm sure that we can find barrels upon barrels of, like, beer. With pomegranate juice? Mm. Yeah. I recognise this story. <laughs> That might make it more prone to violence. Yeah, that's true. Depends what kind of drunk it is. I was thinking if we could have got a cart uh, full of whatever we can get and then try and lead it away so it's following the cart. I don't know. I don't think a barrel full of potatoes is going to turn it into a murderous rage. I, it could. <laughs> Depends how hungry it is. We could bulk it up with like rags and stuff and Ooh. then put a layer of potatoes over the top. So it seems like a lot. Of yeah, and then hide inside it. We don't even know if he likes potatoes. Yeah. And if he does, does he want it to be chips or like mash? Oh, and hide inside it. And then and when then he eats it, it, we'll be inside it and we'll be able to control it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, this plan is taking form. Yeah. I do like Enigma's idea oh, of... Do we have to dress of a potato? <laughs> yeah. Or shrub? I know an old shitty sack that would have <laughs> got us there. <laughs> Enigma's plan of covering the wagon in rags and shit or bales and then putting what looks like loads of veg on top might encourage it out although elephants if you get two tubs um they can sm sniff if there's more peanuts in one than the other i was just thinking smell might be an issue if there's any that's oh, i don't it know it depends if it's like an elephant i feel like this is becoming as bad as the uh episode where we did uh bake-off where we're discussing yeah how yeah. best to <laughs> drug an elephant <laughs> will it fall for our trick of a half full cart mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you are risking it just showing up because <laughs> to to protect the listeners. Should we just go in there and lamp it one and see what happens? So, Ben, um, yeah. if I were to want to perform a ritual to allow us to charm this creature, yes, then what would the conditions be on that? Okay, so you... is it even possible if you could get into? the church keep in the centre of the priory, mm -hmm. that would give you a place of power. That was where you performed the resurrection on Enigma, so that has the power to do it. Mm -hmm. So what are the options? First, you must require a lot of money. Take. You and your allies will risk danger from the creature in order to do it. Seems obvious, yeah. And... First, you must collect a sample of its blood. Okay. Those are your two options. Well, then, Enigma, I, I can help you out on the trying to tame it front and give you a bit of a head start. But it does mean tr 
trying to get a sample of its blood somehow. It didn't happen to have a particularly bloody poo, did it? Well, let's have a little rummage. It did not. <laughs> That's a shame. I don't actually know if I can tame it, you know. Well, even if you can't, we can charm it for a little while, and then that'll give you the opportunity to work on it and find out. And maybe as the charm wears off, if you've had enough time to to work on it through more mundane means, then um, it'll work like that. If not, then we will set it free somewhere that isn't Upton Priory. In fairness to Enigma, if she only needs to fail four more times, then she'll be able, probably be able to uh, speak to it. Oh, I didn't... Um... I didn't level up. You didn't up. level up. Oh, no, wait. I didn't fail, did I? I got sevens. Yeah, you, you continued to not fail. I failed bad enough to not get <laughs> points. You failed not badly enough, but also that's not terrible in this case. So, are you, like, approaching the Priory? Are you going to try and sneak up and see if you can locate it? I think so. What What's the best way for gathering a, a blood sample? Have you got a big, like, blood storage thing? As a ranger now? Blood storage thing. Presumably this is what you do. You just wander around the, around the world taking different medical blood samples from different animals. And, yeah, poop samples. Um, um, yeah. We haven't started a semen collection of things yet, but it's time. <laughs> I mean, now's your chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I have. I've probably got some um, potion bottles left from when I knew about potions. You definitely do have some bottles. So it's how you could get some blood in one. I was assuming I was going to go to the top of a tower and drop down on it. Okay, cool. So are you going to climb up one of the towers of the Priory to get an overview? Yes. Nice. Which one? We've got two on the side you're coming from which are standing. And then beyond that, there's the gap in the walls. So there's a risk if it's inside there somewhere, it might see you. And then on the back, there are two more. I think one of those two front ones I'd like to t- climb to the top of the tower. And I'd like to hope somebody else would too, so they got me covered. Yeah, I'll go. I was going to go the opposite tower and race her. Okay, Enigma, give me a defied danger on dexterity. Defying danger on dexterity. I'm defying danger. I'm not defying danger. <laughs> oh, steady there, Brand Stark. Um, <laughs> and what's up here? Oh, it's my parents fucking. Let's just see if I'm who's climbing the Elder Town near enough can reach out a hand and save her. Okay, give me a defy danger on dexterity. Which is a D12 plus yeah, three. Yeah, I see. 2D6 plus three, not D12. That's a very different dice. Click. I mean, I don't fall, but... Thanks for your help. (laughs) I confidently lean out to grab her, trying to make it in a joke. Oh, wait, you give me my choices out. Yeah, a hard choice, a worse option. So Enigma gets to the top of her tower a little ahead of yours. Of course she does, even though she actually failed. I've got magical boots. Yeah, she does oh, have true, boots of parkour. Uh, and that's... The failure isn't always the exact thing. Sometimes the failure is the consequence of the thing. So you get to the top and yeah. you're both looking over into this, into the open space in the Priory, the old parade ground. You can see the um, building where the knights lived, where Percy's... Percy used to stay, the dormitories and the refectory and all of that. In the night's club. The night school, if you will. And you can see an ice spire built over the temple, built over the fortress chapel. It's completely covered in ice. And Tristan, when you look across at Enigma, what you see is that it's not clear. There'd be no obvious way for her to know. But from where you are, you can see that the tower she's on is massively undermined. And it just Uh starts to... Enigma, you suddenly feel the ground sway under your foot as the tower leans into the space. Tristan, you might be able to dive over 
and protect Enigma from being harmed by the landing. <sighs> okay. But it will probably hurt you. I mean, like I'm going to leave a damsel in distress. God damn it. I'm like, now take me! And I'm going to throw myself <laughs> off the crenellations, grabbing Enigma, and I'm throwing my wing. I'm going to grab her with my legs. <laughs> I'm going to legs around her waist and throw my arms out as far as I can to get as much wind as I can. And as we're falling, I'm like, no, not like this. She doesn't deserve this. Take me! So um, roll a d6. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Save me, Enigma. <laughs> Um, uh, one D. Hold on. Okay, that doesn't. You told me to hold on. I wrote that that veto that roll. Continue. Check your character sheet. <laughs> yeah. Perfect poise. You never lose your balance. If you're yeah, pushed. I never lose my balance. Okay, so you can defy danger. You're falling. You can defy danger with dexterity to take no damage uh, because you have perfect poise. But will that save Enigma too? In this case, it will because that's the tough choice you made. Yeah. Okay. So I might, maybe as I throw my wings out, my arms out, it might just get just enough lift to grab on something nearby. Yeah, just enough lift to protect. And if you don't, it'll just look really clumsy. And even though you saved me, you'll just look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me that... Uh... God damn! <laughs> oh, there is no need, Enigma. Wow. Tristan lands you neatly at the side of the parade ground. It's even slightly soft sand ground. Thanks. Oh. And so it's really comfy. There's a tiny bit sandy. Sorrow is fluttering down beside you. And you just land in the soft sand and it's beautiful. Oh, yes. I'm seething. Yeah, Enigma's seething. I don't know if you can hear that on the podcast. What do you do, Tristan? Uh, so we've landed comfortably, softly, and I'm, I'm going to leap to my feet and and kind of like turn her over as if she's injured. Are you okay? Are you okay? My God, that look. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just going to like, you know, elaborately get to my feet. You know, like people do when they kind of do a weird flip to stand up yeah. just to make a point yeah. to the fact that I'm definitely okay. I'd like to see you that You hear a ball. sound like... <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Enigma, do, don't move. Don't say a word. randomly blue screen but it's never done it during Cruelly Don't, Drawn Swords no no, no Ali, that's not what to say that will <laughs> never happen then when doing this never clip 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 like no I'm not clipping thing off of Microsoft yeah hey it looks like you're trying to write a letter looks like you're trying to record a podcast <laughs> <laughs> looks like you're trying to record yourself vaping <laughs> see he was about to do it I can see it no, I was looking at uh, it, wondering. <laughs> what do you... He's lived his life in a hole. What do you say? <laughs> I don't think the mine man had lived all his life down there. You don't know that. No, that's how they work. Just drinking mine water. Thank you. They're like human pit ponies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought I was going to pass gas, but I did. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to... But then I've been drinking beer. Uh, <laughs> This is a belch special. Oh, I do not, dear listener, I do not like toilet humour. And burping is touching on toilet humour. It's right on the border. It's close enough. Yeah, Don't close. touch your burp to a toilet. I do not like that. Not really toilet humour. It's more, no, of, but a it's kind of, like... more of a volley. <laughs> it's still quite digestive. It's vulgar. Yeah. You're vulgar. I am not. I like talking about your dick the whole time, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, that's not vulgar. <laughs> that's the opposite end to the bum. <laughs> that's detail people care about. Yeah. You've just recorded the fact that... <laughs> yeah, we'll edit that <laughs> yeah, out we'll as well. That. I'll go after the credits <laughs> when no one listens. Nice. What have I missed?
Is it finally happening, Percy and, Tri- and uh, Tristan? Oh, no, that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> you can say we've been there. Percy and Enigma, finally happening. No, I meant your <laughs> Oh, disgusting. <laughs> it's in there and it's bigger than anyone expected. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the kind of content we provide. Please edit forthwith. Post haste, whatever the word is. <laughs> You're like red card. It's still big belch for the belch special. I mean, I I do say ten o'clock has to be cut off as well, so that's fifteen minutes. Oh, we could get two episodes of us just talking about an elephant. Beast. Yeah, this has not been the hot content people pay us patron for. This is exactly what people pay us for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> if they want the good stuff, they can pay more. <laughs> they can start paying. Yeah, damn right. We'll start getting good somehow. Give us money and we'll bring back lols. Until then, how many potatoes do we need to stuff in a cart in order to tranquilise an elephant or get it drunk on the kind of fermenting vegetables? The natural vodka contained in every potato. (laughs) So we're going to ferment some potatoes. Apparently the next three episodes. We're just making vodka for some reason. (laughs) This is a good time. Yeah.